everyone. Welcome to this bonus episode of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes, and if you missed it, today was the big uh, Disney Wish reveal event, one that we've been waiting for for well, for a long time, but officially for about a month. Uh, that was when we first heard about it. Uh, but it was a, a really exciting morning. Uh, a lot of good things were announced, and I'm, I'm so excited to share with you all the details of today's event. But if you haven't already, you'll want to go watch it for yourself. And the easiest way to do it is probably to visit the Disney Parks blog, Um, but I will put a link to it uh, on my Facebook page too, so you can uh, easily find it there. It's about 30 minutes long and definitely worth your time. It's one thing to hear me talk about it, uh, and it's uh, another altogether to see the visuals and really get the full experience. You you definitely don't want to miss it. Uh, (laughs) I was going extremely stir-crazy this morning waiting for the event to start. I haven't felt excitement and uh, anticipation like that in a long time, which really made it a a whole lot of fun. The public event started at 11 o'clock Eastern time this morning and ended around 1130 um, and was followed by a private invitation only event for travel agency owners and other uh, influencers, uh, which contained a Q&A portion. I did speak with someone who attended that event, so I will get to that a little bit later in the show, uh, fill you in on what I learned uh, from that conversation. The event began this morning with an announcement that bookings for the general public would open on May 27th, Um, but afterward, we found out that there's going to be a a new way to book cruises on opening day for sailings on the Wish. It'll be uh, different than anything we've experienced before. I was sort of expecting them to do something different like uh, like this, given the uh, the anticipated demand for these cruises, uh, especially the the maiden voyage. So, bookings will begin on Monday, May seventeenth, for Platinum Castaway Club members who have completed twenty five or more cruises. Tuesday will be for Platinum Castaway Club members who have completed 20 or more cruises, followed by Wednesday uh, for Platinum Castaway Club members who have completed 15 or more cruisers, and then all Platinum Castaway Club members can begin booking on Thursday, May 20th. So uh, uh, definitely a different schedule for Platinum Castaway Club members uh, on opening day. Then they will take a break for a few days and pick up the following week. Uh, And bookings will resume on Monday, May 24th for Gold Castaway Club members. Then DVC members and ABD insiders can book on Tuesday, May 25th. Followed by Silver Castaway Club members on Wednesday, May 26th. And then finally, general general booking, as I mentioned, uh, begins on Thursday, May 27th. That was a lot to get through, and uh, perhaps this is a a bit of a a foreshadow for things to come in terms of the Castaway Club levels. Um, It's, you know, I have suspected that they would do something to adjust the Castaway Club member uh, member levels for a while. They haven't officially done anything with that yet, but I think this is sort of a glimpse into what that might one day look like. Um, Who knows? Uh, It was also revealed that the maiden voyage will be on June 9th, 2022. That'll be a five-day Bahamian cruise, and then it will be followed by a three-night excuse me, a five-night Bahamian cruise, followed by a three-night Bahamian cruise for DVC members only, and then uh, we'll resume a normal pattern of three- and four-night Bahamian cruises from uh, from Port Canaveral. So 
a lot of excitement there. Um, anyway, uh, regarding booking, I have started a list for people looking to book a reservation on the wish. So if you'd like me to add you to my list, please send me an email. Uh, that would be Wes W E S at mickeyworldtravel.com. <laughs> I'm guessing it's going to be a busy couple weeks. So the sooner you let me know, uh, the better. All right, we're going to go through everything that was announced today, but uh, as I was preparing for the show, I I thought it was going to be boring for me to just go everything, go through everything by myself. So instead, I, I have a few guests joining me to help me make, uh, make it more like a conversation. Um, so what I want to do first is just introduce everybody that's on. So maybe just tell me your names, where you're from, and how many Disney cruises you've been on. So let's start with Emily, if we could. Hi, I'm Emily. I live in Orlando. I have a husband and two boys. They're 14 and nine. And we have been, well, I've been on 14 Disney cruises, but only 13 count because I actually worked in Disney event services and oh. we got to go on a pin cruise on the cruise. Oh, so that's that, cool. That doesn't go toward your Castaway Club status though? Oh, it doesn't. That doesn't so. seem right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so okay. um that's it that's awesome me. well thank you emily my name's chris i'm from minot north dakota we're kind of like it's just me and my wife that hop on the cruises we don't have kids of our own so uh we just we love all things disney and get a chance to enjoy it so we've been on six cruises together and uh, uh loved every one of them and loved every ship we've been on so love it thanks chris I'm Lisa. Um, I have three kids. They're all grown. Uh, we've been on 10 cruises and uh, split our time between Atlanta and um, the Cocoa Beach area awesome. in and, Florida. And Lisa was a recent guest on the show, so you may uh, you may recognize her voice from uh, a very, very recent episode. So thanks, Lisa, for coming on again. Uh, how about uh, Chris and Ryan? Uh, excuse me, Josh and Ryan. I'm sorry. No, no worries. Uh, so I'm I'm Josh. I'm Ryan. Uh, we live in Orlando, um, and we have been on eight Disney cruises. We have no children, but we have two fur children. So we nice. apologize in advance if you hear them in the background. So. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, uh, well, thanks guys for coming on. I appreciate it. Um, let me. I had my notes here, and now they're gone. So let me bring those back up. Um, here we go. So, uh, really exciting news today. Obviously, there was it was the launch of the, or excuse me, the the reveal of the Disney Wish, the long awaited, long awaited reveal of the Disney Wish. Um, it was cool. They came, you know, they, well, after I think it was eighteen minutes of sort of introductory stuff, they finally got to <laughs> finally got to the real content that we've been waiting for uh, around the eighteen minute mark. So, uh, but they, you know, they came right out with with uh, you know the first big thing was the Disney first Disney attraction at sea, the Aqua Mouse. Um, I think it's kind of a weird name. I don't I don't love the name, but uh, I think they could have come up with something a little better. But it sounds like a really cool attraction. Um, you know. It, it, it's a uh, an animated story. It's you know it's basically a, 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 a souped up version of the Aqueduct, uh, but it seems like the animations are going to be very similar to the um, the, uh, the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway at Hollywood Studios. 
And, you know, there's a there's an original story. Um, it's, you know, it's got a show scenes, lighting, special effects. So it's really, I think it's going to be really cool. What do we think about the Aquamouse? Feel free so, to just jump yeah. in. We'll all talk so we'll I all kind talk of about. called a dark ride. Yeah, right? that's right. I know. Yeah, Chris <laughs> said a while back he, he wanted a dark ride on the on the ship. So, you, you know, you're, you're kind of right. It's sort of this enclosed space. Um, and, uh, yeah, so yeah, I, I, we'll, we'll call it a, we'll call it a, a, a spot on prediction. Yeah. I know when she, uh, at the beginning, she said, uh, we're going to be riding through the story of, of Mickey and Minnie and didn't really say what it was. And right off the bat, I was thinking in my head, I was like, oh gosh, Wes just said the other day, like a dark ride at sea. I was like, I'm about to ask him, you know, for the Powerball numbers. Yeah, I, I agree. I thought that was uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Anything else on the Aqua Mouse before we move on to the next thing? Did you catch the way the raft looked? I didn't. Was there a picture of it on there? There's a picture. There's a picture on there, and it looks like it's designed for you to sit upright, oh. one behind the next. Like it almost looks a, like a hybrid of a raft and a ride vehicle, almost for two. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> backrest oh interesting yeah, it's kind of different oh it's different it looks like it starts like at deck level instead of having to climb the stairs up so but where is this going to queue up do you think it's going to have a virtual queue that is a great question i so i was reading some of the things online uh this afternoon people were asking about the queue and where you know where that was going to uh happen and i i don't think a virtual queue is out of the question i mean this you know it, the, it's it's been a, a relative success at hollywood studios so i'm not sure if they could transfer it to a cruise line but you know I, we'll see i think i think it's a definitely uh a possibility for sure uh, I do know one thing. I don't know if I'm getting off the boat in the Bahamas anymore at Nassau. <laughs> there's there's no reason like to anymore, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, on the uh, the webpage, they have like a special section devoted to the wish now. And it says that the ride will end in some sort of a, a lazy river or something like that. Oh. Um, and I know where it looks like it starts and ends. It's kind of like a, a building, it looks like. So I wonder if we'll queue and end sort of inside that building. I don't know. Hmm. Just speculation. Uh, yeah, maybe. And the other thing, uh, the Aqua Duck was originally supposed to be a lazy river. Um, and then, the you know, the Imagineers decided to elevate it. And so who knows? <laughs> maybe uh, Maybe they bring that, maybe they recycle that idea and bring it back. So... Um, we'll see my, so moving on from the, the aqua mouse, um, I, it's, it's going to take a while for me to get used to saying that, but, um, (laughs) my, my other reaction to just kind of the pool deck was kind of the lack of pools. I mean, you have little pools kind of scattered all over the place. Uh, I think I read on their website that they have 10 pools and water play areas, but you know, for someone who was hoping that they would expand the pool areas, it, you know, it sort of seems like they went in the opposite direction. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think it's kind of odd. I can't tell from just the pictures if that, like, classic Mickey Mouse pool is there. It's, like, the thing that goes over when they have, like, shows. Because they right. were kind of standing on that. So I'm wondering if that's going to be another pool. Because if that's not there, there's definitely a lack of pools in the main area. So, yep. so have you seen the deck plans that are available on the website already? I d- yeah, I did, yeah, yes. we, just, we actually just looked at them. Yeah, so the 
one thing for me that I found right away was the quiet cove pool is now at the back of the ship. And I like, I am super excited because that's like, that's where I want to go with my wife to like, see the view, see the, enjoy the ship, you know, either sip on a cocktail or a coffee. And like, I am, I'm excited for that space to be used for a pool as opposed to like satellite falls all the way on the front of the ship is not, the same as I think Quiet Cove on the back. So big home run for, for me on the design. Totally agree on the positioning of that. My only thought is it looks to be a little bit small, you know, that area where on the dream and the fantasy, you basically have kind of the forward funnel or in front of the forward funnel and all the way to the front is kind of your, your adult space. It looks like it's just that very uh, back section of the of the ship, but I love the idea of the infinity pool. Uh, to your point back there, having the infinity pool right there, looking out the back of the ship is uh, that's going to be really really cool, especially on you know evenings during the sunsets or something like that. So I like that. I like that. I especially I especially love the idea that there's no um, stairwell or elevators that everybody and all of their children will walk through to get to the main pool area. Like it's going to be a truly adult area, I think more so. And I, I don't know that kids were always running rampant, you know, through that area, but there, there's always a constant flow of younger sailors going True. through there. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to have it a little more secluded. Um, I did think when looking at the smaller pools kind of broken around everywhere, sail away parties like it it doesn't look like there's a big wide open space for um for a a large crowd for sail away or or um the pirate parties Mm. so that that was interesting to me like hmm, i wonder how that's gonna work yeah 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 it'll be uh be interesting to see and then um my last takeaway from the the pool deck they didn't mention this in the event but they you know i was looking at the at the at the deck plans um, and right before the uh, adult space is the place that they're calling the hero zone. I don't know if any of you saw that on the on the deck plan, but essentially that sounds like that's going to replace the the uh, the sports deck on you know on the on the uh, other ships. And these you know it says action packed physical challenges and game show style competitions can be found at this groundbreaking recreation space where families are invited to play together. So, you know, it mentions a playground, a movie theater is supposed to be there. So who knows what they're going to, you know, use that space for. But uh, I I just thought that was interesting that they're, you know, it sounds like that's kind of the place where they're going to say, this is your your recreation area for kind of the the tweens and teens uh, spaced uh, aged kids. So uh, we'll see. And it's right next to Vibe, too, so... Yeah, oh, you're right. Yep, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Any more thoughts on the pool deck before we move on? I'm also interested to see where they're going to have a a buffet-style restaurant. I can't imagine it's going away. Yeah. Completely, totally forever. So I, I was kind of looking at the deck plans wondering... Where are you going to squeeze that? Right, in there? right, right. So. I, exactly. I had um, I had on my list uh, of things that they didn't mention, and one of the things that on my list was kind of the, those quick service dining areas. Um, you know, I, I I think Emily, you were uh, mentioning that to me. Uh, actually, was your was Sawyer mentioning that to you? 
Uh, no, Hunter's more concerned oh, Hunter, about Yes, dying. that's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to make sure you got all the food uh, accounted for, right? Yeah. Um, exactly. So, all right. So the next thing that they uh, moved on to was the kids' spaces. And I, I thought this was both a really cool idea and also just one of those like baffling ideas like how is this going to work um so they mentioned a completely reimagined reimagined ocean oceaneer club which is actually on deck two now i don't know if you saw the de- um the deck plans it seems like a, a strange uh, spot for that uh but something that you haven't seen on a cruise ship a secret entrance to the club so essentially you're gonna you know s- stick your kids into this hole in the wall and they're gonna slide down into <laughs> into the oceaneer club <laughs> I am very curious to see how that is going to work and how just the logistics of that, because I, I, I don't understand it. Do you check them in outside of that at the, you know, at the top of that? I, I don't know how that's going to work. So uh, I thought that was pretty cool. But also just the spaces in there the, uh they mentioned a uh, um a place where they can explore the creative world of Walt Disney Imagineering. Uh, they can train alongside Marvel superheroes in the uh, Marvel Superhero Avenger Academy, which uh, I wasn't surprised that they added that to this ship. And then the Fairy Tale Hall, where you know they have the Princess Art Studios and the library, and they called it Anna and Elsa's Summer House. Um, so lots of lots of new spaces. It seems like for the kids. Uh, so. Um, Although I don't think anyone on this call actually has kids who will be in that space. Uh, oh yeah, okay, you, you do. Okay, yeah, that's right. Just what a, one. What um? What a uh, what, Sawyer, right? Yeah. What's he? What's he think about the the new kids spaces? Um, he's excited for the Marvel, um, and he was really excited. His eyes lit up about this slide down into it. So <laughs> yeah. I'm like you. I don't know how that's gonna work. Yeah. Like, is there gonna be a kids club person in the lobby all the time and that costume in the lobby I, I couldn't picture the theming there but um and then does it also look like they cut out the lab entirely and just made it one big club instead of this confusing two thing yeah if you yeah if you look at the deck plan it's just one space um so you know that might be part of the completely uh reimagined space uh they just combined it into one so uh we'll see the part about the uh, where the you know they could um, choose their own um, s- superhero suit and kind of put it to the test. I thought that was pretty cool. I imagine it's just going to be some sort of projector screen where they'll stand in front of it and they can you know get put into their their costume. But I thought that was pretty cool. The other thing is um, I, f- I actually forgot to mention this at the beginning, but after the live event or the public event, there was a, a Q and A. There was kind of a, a VIP event, right? Um, and I talked to somebody after the la- the public event who was at the VIP one, um, and <laughs> and surprisingly, he told me that it wasn't they didn't really learn anything new and not not a whole not much beyond um, what we learned in the public event, and it certainly wasn't worth you know having a whole conversation on the podcast about it. So, but one thing he did mention was if you remember in the public event, they talked about the kids being able to build their own roller coaster essentially. So what he said was, or what they said during this Q and a session was when the kids design their roller coaster, they can scan it on their, on their oceaneer band. And then they can come back and ride it again, you know, throughout the course of the cruise. So they build it one time, but the, but then it's saved kind of in their on their band. 
And during the open houses, the parents can come in and experience the ride that they've built too. So I thought that was, I thought that was pretty cool. I, I think that's a, a pretty fun cool. experience. Yeah. And I think the kids will really like that. So, all right. Anything else before we move on from the kids clubs? No. All right. Hey, am I the only one that I think it's kind of cool that they put it down on the second deck? I don't know. I mean, um, I know that on the smaller ships, the edge had been moved down to deck two. Um, I had a stateroom down there once. That wasn't necessarily fun, but, um, you know, it was just a lot of middle tweeners, little, you know, running around. Um, but, it, it, you know, it is what it is. But I thought that was kind of brilliant to, to move the kids, the entire kids' space down I, there. I like, the, I like the idea of it, yeah. It's just, you know, it's a lot less convenient for, for parents and stuff. But I think they'll, I think they'll be okay with that in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the end. I wonder if they're looking for a convenience there. Because if you look, there's some seating from the Walt Disney Theater down there. So if you're wanting to watch a show that may be necessarily both – it's a small world and Disney ocean air are down on that level. Yeah. Maybe to pick up after the show, like maybe that was the thought mm. behind it because they kind of moved the nightlife away from that lower level or just below there. Yeah. Yeah. To other parts of the ship. So yeah. yeah. It's a good thought. Yeah. Makes sense. Can I say one more? Yes, little please. Thing? Um, I was looking at the deck plans and in, I just noticed some notes that they didn't talk about earlier on the presentation that the edge for the 11 to 14 is going to be New York city themed. So Hunter is mad because he ages out of that by the time <laughs> go on, by the oh, time no, yeah. sailing start. And he would like love that. Yeah. But then, and then the vibe is going to be um, Parisian lofts and pop art themed. Oh, okay. So cool. He Very was like, cool. moderately excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's really happy what you just said about the open house that like they can participate in that roller coaster nice, thing. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. I, and um, I would also just my kids having gone through all those teen clubs, um, they they switch out some days too. So they'll take the vibe kids and take them down to edge. At that same time, they take the edge kids up to vibe. Yeah. So um, I don't know if that's limited to certain length cruises, right. um, but I know that they they definitely do that so that you get a day to escape out of your own. Um, your own space and go see how how the other half is living. So <laughs> yeah, right. That's good. So he'll get to he'll get to experience it. All right. Uh, so let's move on to the entertainment uh, piece. And so a few things that they talked about, which I was uh, a couple that I was looking forward to definitely. So you know they talked they talked about the Broadway style musicals, which we sort of expected. Uh, fireworks, which I guess was sort of expected, but I'm glad to hear them you know confirm it. Um, I loved the, uh, the picture of the Walt Disney theater with the magical forest, uh, uh, enchanted forest theming. I, I loved the green. I think it's, it's going to be all the Walt Disney theaters are just stunning. And I think it's going to be, um, just, just beautiful. Uh, the, the one thing that really surprised me was when they came out and said that, uh, the genie would be returning in, uh, Aladdin and, uh, in Aladdin, a musical spectacular, they did mention that they would be reimagining it, but you know, it just, I, for forever, I've been saying, I just want new things on the wish, uh, dining restaurants, uh, attractions, events, and shows. So I was surprised to see here that they were kind of recycling Aladdin, but at the same time, they did mention two original shows. And so if they're, if they're creating two originals, it, you know, my guess is they probably thought, 
three was a lot and they'll just kind of, uh, use, use, use an existing one. So, um, hasn't Aladdin been most recently on the fantasy? I mean, it's not, or, or I don't know. I mean, has it, I thought it, it was still showing on the it fantasy is, it right is, up yeah. until it okay, is still so showing, yeah, on the fantasy. maybe, maybe the fantasy gets a new show then. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Well, I, I'm excited that the Aladdin one is. I, that's one of my favorite musicals from the ships. I love that one. I, I love that they're writing new comedy shtick for the genie all the time. Like I, that's that's one of the parts I love. That's I grew up in that generation of like all those great Disney movies. So um, I like the Aladdin. I, my fingers are still crossed that there's a Moana one coming though. Uh, I thought with the green when they showed the green theming, I was like, "Oh, it's coming!" Like, yeah. <laughs> even like highlighted the theater around it. Yeah, yep, yep. It was surprising to me that there was no mention of Moana at all, especially with all the kind of the, the the Easter eggs in the background. I, I agree. I agree. I did see um, on the website that the Cove Cafe is going to be Moana themed. Oh, okay. So cool. it did mention that. Yeah, I I'm with you, Chris. I I want more Moana on the ship. I really was hoping for a, a, a restaurant theme or a, a, a show, but well, it still remains to be seen. I guess, I suppose it could happen. See, you're nice. I, I like, I want the horn whistle. I want the, like, <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorite, like uh, more recent. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Me too. <laughs> yep. Um, let's talk about the, they talk about new entertainment concepts for Disney cruising. So they, you know, they have the, the grand hall stage that they mentioned in the, in the lobby atrium where they'll be doing theatrical uh, performances throughout the day. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, a, a few other areas like Luna, uh, where they'll be doing family events and things like that. Um, so it just seems like they're, they're coming up with more ways for families to interact and do things together and connect, which I, which I'm, I'm pretty excited about. I think that's pretty cool. I think hey, that you... H place is going to be a really good fit for them. When I've watched like the Pixar party or some of the other things and they try to make it happen on the stairs, I think that'll be, yeah, that'll be really nice. Agreed. Sorry. Yeah. Someone else. No, you're good. Uh, do you guys also see in the deck plans? There's actually two movie theaters up towards the front. There's like a Wonderland and a Peter Pan one. So and a Neverland. Interesting yeah. if they're making them smaller to do two different movies to like offer more selection, or but that was kind of cool. I think that's going to be neat to hear why they chose that. Yeah, I I agree. That was on my list of things to talk about for things they didn't talk about. Um, and it's exactly what you mentioned. My my question was, do they need? two theaters um you know i but i think that might be what it's for is just more variety of things that you can uh things that you can watch and I, I think it it looks like they might be a little bit smaller i don't know how much you can um uh g get out of a, a deck plan you know in terms of scale but it seemed to be a little bit smaller than the buena vista theater so uh but yeah i think that was a great point thanks for pointing that out i think it goes back to what Wes, you and I were talking about last week um, of having more activity spaces, more places for families to go. So, you know, if there's only one movie theater showing one movie, you know, at a time, yeah. that's only going to take 300 people or whatever away from all the other activities. So to split it up, even if it's still the same 300 people where it might not have been full before now you got two different movies going on i mean it's just more options yep. to just to disperse the disperse crowds. crowds yep yep i yeah. agree and and that might be a reason we don't see the 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 
the huge pools either because those were you know those got really crowded on sea days and on you know downtime uh, on the ships so by having smaller pools spread out a little bit more get the crowds dispersed a little bit so that you know that could be uh that could be part of it yeah I did have to giggle a little bit. Their rendering has, you know, two lounge chairs here and two lounge chairs there. And, you know, it looked very spacious and lovely. And I thought, I'm pretty sure that's not accurate rendering right there. But you're right. Yep. We'll see. Nice. Um, So anybody else got anything on entertainment? I think there's a lot more that we'll learn over the, you know, the course of the next year uh, as it, as it relates to entertainment. Um, but pretty good, uh, pretty good intro for us, I think. So let's yeah, move there's on. a lot of, spa- sorry, there's a lot of spaces that are like more magic is coming. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I got to believe some of those are more activities that are, that we just don't know what they are. I mean, some of them look like they should be restaurants. Um, the Disney vacation club got a really big spot. Yeah, I saw out. that. Yeah. Yeah, and also, it's one of the theaters. And speaking of a really big spot, did you did you see that the second cruise on this ship is going to be a Disney Vacation members only cruise? Yeah. I mean, can you imagine what they had to pay to get that? Um, <laughs> I just, it's that's that's crazy. The second cruise out at the gate. Um, but anyway, so let's move on to the stuff for adults. Uh, so we mentioned the uh, the pool deck area, the kind of the Cove Cafe area. I love like you said, Chris, uh, how they sort of incorporated the Cove Cafe into the adult space. Um, I think that's going to be really a really nice place back there. I, I, I just, I am very curious about the size because, you know, the, 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 there's a lot of adults that sail on these cruises. And so I hope there's plenty of space for, <laughs> for them all to go back there. Um, but beyond that, you know, they mentioned a brand new class of storied spaces and one experience particularly that's out of this galaxy. Um, so, you know, pretty excited about the, the star Wars themed lounge there. <clears throat> they have the, uh, the chic lounge that they're calling the Rose, the, you know, uh, beauty and the beast inspired, uh, Palo, which was reimagined Enchante, which I think is going to, uh, essentially take the place of Remy. Uh, so lots of adult exclusive spaces that they, they called out specifically in this, in this event. So what do we think about the, the stuff that they mentioned for the adults? Absolutely. You know, I'm a little sad that we have to share it with the kids because they get their own space on, you know, all the other ships. But, you know, I'm willing to make that exception, especially since... I was going to say on the, on the Q and a event, the, the VIP event, they did mention that it would be family, you know, family friendly during the day. And then it would be adults only, uh, in the evening. So I was a little shocked to see where it was like on the floor plan or Uh, on the deck plan Agreed. in the shopping retail area near the theater. And I was like, this is going to be like super high crowd, high traffic area. So I was wondering why it wasn't with more of like, you know, because we haven't really seen the adult district or what's going to be there. Right. Or even if they do, you know, to that extent, the same kind of feel. Yeah. So I was a little shocked to see it up there, like all by itself. So. I agree. It, it, it is in a very curious spot, kind of right outside the, the retail shops near the Walt Disney Theater. Um, so that'll be interesting. And it does seem kind of in general that they're spreading out the adult uh, spaces and lounges. So I don't who knows if there'll be like a a district like there are on the other ships. Chris, you look like you want to say something. The, 
the one thing I absolutely needed to happen on this ship was Paulo. And I am so <laughs> glad that they kept it. That is my favorite night with my wife and I. Yeah. The, uh, you know how I feel about the, uh, 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 what is it? The, uh, the dessert that they have there. Um, the oh, souffle. Oh, yeah, the souffle, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we, this is a great time for us all to come together and recognize that's the best dessert Disney makes. I, on I, can't, I can't argue with you there. Yep, it's amazing. But yeah. uh, super excited, Paulo is uh, still around because uh, that's the one thing I did want to see repeated. You because, did, okay. uh, we do love it. Yeah, yeah. I I agree with you. I love it. I like that they seem to be. Uh, I mean, they mentioned that they'll be reimagining it. When and one thing that is sort of curious or interesting to me is. You know, it's Beauty and the Beast themed, Cogsworth themed, which is French. And it's, you know, it's an Italian restaurant. So it'll be Italian cuisine with a French, you know, theming. So I I thought that was a little bit interesting, but they'll do an amazing job. I, I, I have every confidence in that. And, you know, it sounds like they're going to sort of morph it into kind of a modern day steakhouse, which I'm, I'm, uh, I'm pretty excited about. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Any, any Remy fans uh, on the call here? No, <laughs> one time you have done it. No. Okay, we were good with that. So. It's amazing, uh, but I mean, it's uh, not a every cruise thing by any means. Gotcha. I mean, I definitely would eventually want to try Enchante. Yeah, but it's definitely like we had to kind of sacrifice some other things to do on the cruise to be able to sure, afford yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, very expensive, premium, uh, premium experience for sure. Um. And yeah, I, I imagine it'll probably be very similar to Remy, just in terms of kind of the menu um, and uh, and everything. It's you know same chef that uh, I can't pronounce his name Arnaud La Lamont or something like that. Uh, you know, <laughs> you're laughing, Lisa. Did I get it? Did I do? Did I do terrible? Do you know? <laughs> I, I'd have to you know look at it. Yeah, to it's show something. It's so, I, I think it's close. Uh, I think it's close, but uh, close enough. Chef anyway. Armand. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I, I I think you know I was excited, like you, Chris. I I did want to see Paulo come back. Um, I think it'll be a you know great experience. Still, it, it's always been a great experience. Um, but uh, but yeah. Anything else for the adult spaces? Uh, I'm actually kind of excited for the. Uh, is it uh, well? Maybe that's not an adult space. Is that the restaurant? I don't want to get ahead of us. We're going to. I'm dine excited next. for the 1923. Yes. Okay. So yeah, we'll go to that next. So uh, you know, um, they did mention the 1923 restaurant, which I'm really excited about. Which uh, you know, it's it's named after the year that the Walt Disney Studios were founded. It's and it's you know supposed to be like traveling back to Hollywood when it was at its most glamorous period, and it'll have. Um, California fusion inspired menu with cultural flavors and stuff. So I am really excited about that restaurant. I was happy to see that one. The other one that I, I just can't get over. I'm so excited about it is the worlds of Marvel, uh, dining experience. And it sounds like that is going to be an experience and not just a, you know, not just a restaurant, not just a dinner show. You know, it's you're going to play an interactive role. I, my family is huge Marvel fans. I think some people are on the fence about whether they like this or not. I love love the marvel restaurant i'm really excited for it and then the uh, probably my the thing i was most disappointed about on this uh reveal was the frozen themed restaurant i <laughs> your jaws dropped i have i have i'm over frozen i i've moved on from frozen i like it don't get me wrong i like frozen i like on and elsa olaf Kristoff. they're all great sven he's he's awesome but i 
with all the different characters and stories and places, I mean, we couldn't come up with something other than Frozen for, you know, for a main dining restaurant. I, I think is, is, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I don't mind the theming so much. Um, but I'm I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around Nordic food. Like, all I can think of is that stinky fish. Yeah. And I, I thought know the that same thing. That's Ludafish. really not fair. That's, that's it. I, I, it. That's really not fair of me to be critical because I've never been to Norway. Yeah, yeah. I, but It's just not a region that's sort of known for yeah. Nord, Nordic food puzzles me. Like, if I had I younger kids, they'd be like, I don't want to yeah, eat there I tonight. thought the same thing. Yeah. What were you going to say, Chris? I I think that as we've watched time go on and Disney's tried to, like, bring more IP onto the ships and different IP onto the ships, we've seen them go after uh, uh, the Tiana's restaurant, the Tangled restaurant. Uh, I think this is a natural fit because I think Disney's still seeing a lot of, like, ROI on that intellectual property. So there's, I mean, and they've surely they've got data that's better than what we have on how many, how many families are signing up to go see Anna and Elsa, because that's been a reservation type uh, character meet and greet for a while. I'm actually shocked that, uh, that they did that restaurant on the ship instead of saving it for reimagining on, or or that they didn't move the frozen show from the wonder, Mm. uh, to the ship like this and move Aladdin to that ship or something like that. I just, cause they have done a lot of let's pair a restaurant with a show. At least we saw that happen with Tangled and that's really successful on that boat. So at least as a customer experience. Yeah. And I was, I was hoping they would do something like that where they'd have a themed restaurant and then a similarly themed show. Um, but in like, like we said earlier, we don't know what all the shows are, so it's possible they could do that, but, um, we'll see. Uh, Ryan or Josh, were you going to say something? Yeah, I was just going to say basically what Chris was saying and like, you know, they've, what is this like their number one animated movie of all yeah. time? Like I'm not going to, you know, not cash in on that. Yeah. I'm just sitting there for the picking. So don't get me wrong. I, I totally understand why they're doing it. It just selfishly and personally, I, I wanted something else. You know, when I was, when I really wanted Moana and they gave me frozen, I just, I was pretty, <laughs> pretty upset about that. So double whammy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I definitely I think do. it was, it was the, the least exciting of some of the stuff they offered, but I think as a general thing, the fact that there's three new restaurants was like huge. Cause I, I'm, not a fan of Animator's Palette. I know that they push oh. that restaurant so hard and they oh. love it. But I just, oh, I know, hurts. I know. Oh. It's, just, it's, it's, it's our least favorite restaurant. Oh. We always try to make that our night at Palo. Oh, no. So I was just so happy that they didn't bring that back. Now, now we do love the classic ship version, the black and white, yes. and like the surprise with Mickey. That's awesome. Yes. But we're kind of over the crush thing and everything like that. So I was so happy to hear that wasn't coming back. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. Um, uh, <sighs> You said something at the beginning. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. I love that it's three completely new themed restaurants. That's what I was ultimately hoping for. So, got that. I'm I'm really happy about that. Um, and and it will be kind of a, a dinner show. It sounds like you know it'll be a musical. So it's not just a restaurant um, in Arendelle. It'll be you know the characters will be there. So it'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. I just I didn't want I didn't want Frozen. But so so I'm gonna touch the. Go ahead. My only other thought was, you know, when is the time that you get to sit down and, like, talk about your day if you have these, like, loud shows going on the whole time you're trying to eat your dinner? I mean, I'm excited for it, but at the same time, you know, you want to talk with your table mates how your day went or what you did. It's a great point. It's a great point. 
what are they going to do there? Um, yeah. And Did the you guys notice that the that the gym and the spa like went super far down? Like it's, I think I yeah, think it was like five, three or four or five. Or is, yeah, yeah, something like that. I just that was another comment that I had. Just placements like on, on almost every cruise ship. The the gym is always down. We don't I mean, we don't really go there at all. Yeah, so not going really to matter to us. But it's always in the front with the windows and everything like that. So it's just a uh, different choice. Yeah, and they probably. I mean, obviously, it gives them more space for other stuff on deck, which is more important for Disney. Right. Well, up in that space now are seven concierge rooms with Florida right. ceiling windows yeah. up above <laughs> right. the bridge. So, so that's, oh, that's um, yeah, that's another thing I was going to mention that was mentioned at the uh, the Q and A event was those seven concierge staterooms that look out the front of the ship. Uh, so I, right above the bridge, I think that'll be a really cool view from those rooms. Um, something I will probably never get to experience, but <laughs> for, for people who are sailing in those, uh, you know, it'll be a really, really fun experience. Uh, so yeah, but yeah, so that, I noticed, oh, sorry, no, please. No, I was going to say, I, I noticed one really big thing and nobody's mentioned it yet. So I don't, we can wait until you're no, finished with your list. I'm, I'm done. I didn't see any mid staircases or elevators on the deck plans i yeah. they're not there they're not there i yeah, they're, they're like not mid there. to aft and forward to mid yeah. like they're not did you see three because i chunks really are, I looked, no no I i'm saying two. they're kind of in between where they would have been before hmm. there's just two sets but they're they're not quite midship yeah. right and they're not quite after forward like they're in between yeah you're right I, um, yeah. someone, someone was messaging me about that and I joked that maybe it's just going to be, they're going to use slides instead of, uh, <laughs> instead of elevators and then maybe like rock walls or something to climb <laughs> from deck, from one deck to another. Oh, uh, so, <laughs> that was just, you know, something that popped into my head. Um, so yeah, that was, that was kind of it. That's the extent of, uh, you know, the things that they talked about on the, on the, uh, on the event. I wanted to just quickly to wrap up, just go through everybody and just say what your favorite thing that was revealed was uh, earlier this morning. And I guess we'll just go in the same order of the introductions. So, Emily, you're first. My whole family is making fun of me right now. Um, <laughs> For what? I am most excited about the two new restaurants, the 1923 and the Marvel. Nice. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about the uh, reimagined Aquaduck. Mm, Aqua. Yeah. 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 Aqua mouse. Chris, how about you? (laughs) Well, I already said Paulo, so I don't need to say that. So I'm going to cover the the worlds of Marvel. Uh, I actually, I'm excited that like, we don't have kids yet. We haven't been blessed with them, but like, I'm going to get to be a kid there and I'm surely going to embarrass my wife. There's going to be this great picture of us at the table that she's going to roll her eyes at every time it comes up, but I'm absolutely going to love, love, love. So, uh, I'm excited about the worlds of Marvel. Nice. Lisa, how about you? I I got super excited about the, the color palette in the state rooms. It just looks very elegant, very clean. Um, spacious you know just a white is always going to make things feel bigger and um i i i enjoyed that as i was kind of looking through things today i thought my attention kept going to well they didn't talk about this or we don't know about that i mean i ended up with almost more questions than i had last (laughs) week about what are we going to see what what are we going to do um and then and for me, it's got nothing to do necessarily with the ship, but the bookings for like the maiden voyage, those are on 
on their website now. And I, I finally made platinum, you know, my 10th cruise in 2019. And now I'm like no, back matter. down on the yeah. bottom half of the ladder <laughs> and, and I'm a little bit salty about that, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know, I, on the other hand, it, something needed to change and, and, you know, um, multi-repeat customers need yeah. to be recognized for that. It, it wasn't fair for me to be able to have the same privileges as someone who's sailed 40, 40 times. Yeah. So um, I, I, I get it, but I was like, oh, man, I, right. just, I just was somebody. And now, you know, I don't know that, that I would be <laughs> able to, yep. to get a spot on that maiden voyage know, on day four, you know? know, so. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely something to think about. And I think, you know, it's sort of probably a sign of things to come in terms of the Castaway Club. I imagine that it's going to be some new uh some new levels coming soon at some point i don't you know nothing officially was announced and that's just speculation but i would imagine that they're that's something they're looking into um and lisa thank you for bringing up the the lodging i skipped over it in my notes i i wanted to just touch on it real quick i obviously i love the staterooms like you mentioned the color palettes are amazing i love the custom artwork it looks like they're going to do some sort of like uh, a magical porthole thing except on the ceiling with some maybe you know like starry night types type stuff love all that one thing i was disappointed about was the well at least they didn't mention it anyway was the uh the lack of larger staterooms for families i mean they mentioned the the two-story royal suite uh staterooms which are unbelievable but um you know i really wanted to see some larger staterooms that would accommodate those uh those those larger families and we didn't see that today so, I thought I noticed online that they mentioned there are more connecting staterooms than there, oh, okay. than there have been before. And, um, you know, that um, I assume these were on the Disney, on the fantasy and the dream anyway, but the you can take the dividers between those connecting staterooms yeah. on the on the balcony and, yeah. and create one big, large Yeah, so maybe that's space. what they're doing. You know, it's still two <laughs> staterooms that a family has to, to purchase. Um or, or maybe they'll kind of sell them as one stateroom. I, I don't know. I guess we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see what they do there. But, um, but yeah, that was one thing I was looking out for and didn't see. Uh, on the stateroom note, uh, it looks like the inside stateroom inventory is much smaller on this ship yeah. than being a bigger ship. That was something I noticed. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of... Yeah, I think my that... wife and I, we, uh, we like ocean views, but we've done some inside ones. Like, we went to Europe, we just took an inside one because we didn't plan on being in our room at all, yeah. you know, but... Uh, it's just something I kind of keyed in on. Like, you look at like deck seven, and there's like four inside staterooms. I'm exaggerating. There's like 14, but yeah. it's still not a lot for the amount of space that's there. Yeah, you're right. Well, it's like 10% of the rooms. And I, my understanding is it's the same number of, of guests. Like, the, the larger ship is still accommodating the same number of guests. So maybe they're a little bit bigger. Mm. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Great. So, I, yeah, I, I want to be conscious of all your time. So, uh, Josh and, and Ryan, what was your favorite thing that was revealed today? Yeah, so without a doubt, I basically fell out of my chair when they announced the Hyperspace Lounge. Nice. So, it's going to be between that and the Cove Cafe. You guys will probably find me there if we're on the same ship. So, awesome. Um, look for the six-and-a-half-foot-tall guy in the Hyperspace Lounge with all the kids. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be, that'll be me, so. Nice, nice. Okay. And, and then definitely for me, Ryan, um, he's a Star Wars. I'm Marvel, so I'm 100% awesome. stoked about the, the Marvel thing. I was driving, trying to listen to it, and that had to pull over almost because I was just so excited <laughs> that there was going to be an adult Marvel thing. Like, how cool is that? Yeah. 
Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah, my my favorite things were the the Aquamouse. I wanted kind of that premium engine, you know, Imagineer and uh, Imagineer dreamed up uh, attraction or experience, and I think that's you know they're gonna deliver on that. I I sort of wanted it to be an enhancement to the Aqueduct and something, um, but you know, I it sounds like they sort of incorporated the two. Uh, but maybe the, maybe they're doing something else still. But that I loved that, and also the Marvel restaurant. I I'm super excited about the Marvel restaurant. Um, I've wanted there to be kind of a, a permanent Marvel presence for adults anyway on the ships for a while. Um, so I'm uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, so yeah, anybody got any last minute thoughts here before we uh, before we wrap up? I just well I I had questions and. I can ask somebody privately if you if you'd rather. But um, with these bookings opening up beginning next month, just in you know less than a month's time, not knowing what rules and restrictions or limitations are going to be, does anybody have any thoughts on how you know do they hold? They're not going to book it full. Are they going to? You know, I, I don't know. I, it was just sort of like it's so far ahead, and there's so much that's going to change in the next year. You, I'm wondering how how are they going to handle that? Are you talking about the the announcement that the deposits will be non-refundable for bookings that are coming up? Right, and I didn't know if that was just the maiden voyage. Yep. So or... I, I got a message this afternoon that it, it it's just for the maiden voyage cruise. So it'll be. I, at least from what I gathered this afternoon, standard, you know, booking practices for all the cruises outside of that maiden voyage, which, you know, I'm not, I'm not all that surprised. They, they want you to commit to doing that. They don't want you to, you know, book it and then decide to cancel later when someone could have, uh, you know, someone who really wanted to do it was actually going to go on it. Um, so I can kind of see why they did that, but I, I, I do think Lisa that it, that'll just apply to that maiden voyage cruise. Okay. And then I also think, I also think, you know, you would be able to transfer it to a different cruise if you were to decide that you didn't want to go on that. Um, you just wouldn't be able to get the, the cash refunded to you is kind of my take on it. Okay. That's good. So, That's good. so to take that, I think there was a piece of that that I was interested in. The question that Lisa asked was, uh, and maybe the right way to ask it is for the, uh, for the cruises that they're doing on the Magic at Sea over out of the UK, are they? Are you seeing that they're suppressing the amount of people that can book on those cruises? Are they doing every other stateroom and some of the stuff that was speculated? Or are they filling the ship? Yeah, so the bookings, I think, open tomorrow mm -hmm. for those uh, cruises. So I, I, I actually don't know the answer to that. I haven't seen anything. There has been no official announcements about what they, you know, what they're doing in terms of booking and the capacity that they're going to be accepting on the ship so that's a good question i i will try to find out the answer to that because i i'm also curious to to know what they're going to be because the, so. the capacity of what they're willing to book yeah. for these early cruises on this ship will matter a lot i mean yeah i don't me and my wife we we don't think we're going to get on the first one although the five night sounds really nice because it's probably a Casway Key double dip if it's a five it's, day. It's That's not. typically what it's, happens yeah it's not no it's just a bahamian cruise with two days at sea yep I know I was shocked myself. <laughs> but okay. <yeah. laughs> but, uh, 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 you know, we, we just want one of the, you know, that first summer. We yeah. Would like yeah, to, yeah. You know, yeah. So awesome. enjoy well, thank you, everybody. I know this was a, a, a lot of time, um, and I really appreciate your time, especially last minute. This was actually really fun. This is way better than me just coming on and, and you know, just 
spitting out everything that we learned this afternoon. I, I enjoyed this conversation. So thank you all for coming on. And more importantly, thank you all for listening to my show. I really, really appreciate it. And it's, it's really fun interacting uh, with all of you. So I, I, I thank you for that. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Welcome thank you. Anytime. Yeah. yeah, thanks for having us. No problem. Thanks, everyone. And so I, I am hopefully going to get this thing edited and wrapped up for, uh, for t- sometime tomorrow morning. So uh, you can look out for it tomorrow morning. So, all right. Perfect. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Enjoy Wes. your evening, and uh, I'll talk to you all again soon. All right. Thanks, Wes. All right. All right. Take Bye. care, everyone. All right. See ya. As a reminder, you can connect with the show by following along on Twitter at the DCL Dude or by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCL Dude Podcast. Please feel free to ask a question, leave a comment, drop a note, or share the podcast with your followers. I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes and leave a review. Of course, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening.